Let's look into potential long-term opportunities in the healthcare sector. And for that, we bring in Brad Loncar, CEO of Loncar Investments. Brad, great to see you. And this new year, new month, new time, but healthcare, you think it's a great way to go, right? At least in part. Yeah, well, that's what I think the whole world saw last year with the, you know, the tragedy of COVID is how important, in fact, how integral um, this sector is to the normal functioning of society. So I think it was really a breakout year for healthcare and biotech specifically. And, you know, the science has never been more powerful and more exciting. The companies are developing things that are really changing medicine. And so I think it's going to be a, a good time to be a, a biotech investor for years to come. Yeah, I saw you have some of the names that we've been talking about a lot, names like Pfizer and Moderna and J&J um, &J is on your list. Um, tell me about some of the names on your, on your list or picks that you're watching. Are they just on your radar or are they really some good plays for the long term? Well, for sure, I would circle Johnson & Johnson because that's the company that's going to have the next big news event. You know, they're in one of the leaders of developing vaccines and they're due to announce their vaccine trial result any day, um, literally any day. It could be tomorrow or early next week. And the important thing about Johnson & Johnson is they're trying a one-shot approach. Um, you've seen in the news the logistical challenges behind Moderna and Pfizer, part of which is the cold temperature that's needed to transport it, but also those are two doses. So you know you have to schedule everybody to come back almost a month later. We're all crossing our fingers that Johnson & Johnson succeeds because they're trying a one-dose uh, approach, which would be a lot easier. We actually had some breaking news in the vaccine space uh, this afternoon. There's another vaccine developer, Novavax, that announced results from a UK trial and a South Africa trial. And the data is a little mixed. Um, so against the traditional COVID, like the first strain of COVID that happened, their vaccine looks to be about 95% effective. Against, you're hearing a lot in the news about these variants that are cropping up. The, 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 the virus is mutating. So against the UK variant, um, that vaccine looks about 85% effective. But the real headline is against the South African variant, um, it's only about 50% effective. And so Johnson & Johnson also has uh, South Africa as part of its uh, trial program. And so we're gonna wanna see more data about um, you know, how that new variant is challenging these vaccine makers because that could be something that affects all of us. So um, we'll be watching for Johnson & Johnson to see what they say in the coming days. Yeah, and I know that, um, and by the way, my mom's waiting for Johnson & Johnson. She wants the one shot. She wants to wait for it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Everybody has their own prerogatives. Um, that being said, I know that you're looking at some of the ETFs. You have the IBB, the XBI, but there were some other names on your list um, like Veer Biotech and Sorrenta. Tell me about some of those individual names. Are, are, you know, I'm trying to figure out which ones do you think have the best potential or is it sort of spread the love because it's hard to say. Yeah. you know. If I may, one thing that I really want to say that I think is important is this has been a very you know monumental week in the stock market for sure, with the way that individual investors have really you know spoken up. And 
in my life, I've been both an, an individual investor and, and on the institutional side. And one thing that I think is important for individual investors to know is that I think that biotech is the sector where they're at the, the biggest disadvantage. And the reason I say that is because um, what institutional investors in life sciences do every day, especially during normal times when conferences happen, is we have one-on-one -on -one meetings with companies. That's called corporate access. And while everyone's a professional and, and companies can only tell you, you know, public information that's already out there, to be able to sit with a company and ask them questions, you know, for 30 minutes gives you like a hundred times better feel for that company than if you're at home reading a press release or watching a webcast sure. or something. And so as individual investors think about investing in this sector, I think it's important for them to know that because not everybody does. And so I really do think the best way to approach this sector is to be diversified and to think of an index or ETF approach um, because then you're investing in the field, um, which is you know, a very innovative industry. Um, and if you're picking individual stocks, it's important to know that um, you may be at a disadvantage compared to the pros. I hope that changes over time. You know, Maybe technology will improve that and the way that IR firms and companies reach out to investors will, will broaden in the future. But that's an aspect of our sector that's really important to know that um, I think most people don't. You asked a, a, a couple of names, Veer and Sorrento. You know, another thing that's really important during these. And times, you could put Vertex in there as well. I know yeah. Vertex on the list. Yes. Yeah. So Vertex has earnings um, next week. This is a big week uh, coming up of earnings for biotech companies, and Vertex is on everyone's radar because they need to do a big acquisition. And at a conference a couple of weeks ago, the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference. They talked about how they're looking for mid to late stage assets, which is kind of code word for a big deal. Um, to, to buy something late stage in biotech uh, today would be very expensive. And so, you know, as investors and potential targets, um, we're watching what Vertex says during their earnings call very closely yeah. because we want to have a better idea of when they might spend that money or what they might spend it on. Um, right. They, they, right. they don't always left, say it directly. Brad. Go ahead. Yeah. So so that's a big one to watch um, next week. And then the last thing I'd say, the, the Veer and, and Sorrento and others, you know, when, when things are in the news and stocks have momentum, um, biotech companies sometimes put out news just for the sake of, of riding that momentum. Um, and I would just urge caution when you see a press release about a clinical trial that's unexpected and has very few patients, yeah. very little data. Sometimes All right. that's just meant... To, to catch the momentum of the day. Yeah, well, you know, and there is volatility and there is risk with anything. I mean, sometimes they have trials and those trials don't go as planned or they're paused or, and you could have a lot of volatility. And so that's why you bring up some of those ETFs. Um, but great conversation and there's no doubt that biotech's very important uh, going forward and what we've seen over the last year. Brad Loncar, thank you so much. CEO Loncar Investments, thanks Brad.